Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Happy Thursday and welcome to Locked On Women's Basketball. It's your typical Monday crew, Gabe Ibrahim and Amy Audibert here on the Thursday before the WNBA season starts. Only one more day, one more sleep and the season will be here. Amy, how are you feeling? I feel like I'm five and it's the night before Christmas, it is you know, bit. and you're like, you know, sleep tonight. No, listen, I'm excited. This has been a heavy year for everybody still like ongoing issues in the world. So like, let's get these women on the court. I'm so excited this season. I mean, you look at the last couple of weeks, Gabe, and like, just, I feel like the tea is like so hot. It's, <laughs> the ball hasn't even went in the air yet. So let's get going. The the tea is sizzling. Um, yes. And we haven't had a new... Nafisa Collier, Asia Wilson podcast to spill the tea. Um, that might be because Nafisa Collier's in France, still playing for her French team, which great. And that brings us to our first topic. Players are not going to be available for opening night. Uh, so we're starting off with the bad news because um, there's just stuff that you guys should know before we head into the season. Uh, like I mentioned, Nafisa Collier, me, Shines Allen, um, potentially Caleb McBride, Caleb McBride's in the States now. Uh, there, there's a bunch of players who have come over from Europe a little late because their season's got started a little late. This season is getting started back on time. So there, there's a lot of back and forth. There's the visa issues for a Waku year uh, of the Dallas Wings. We're not sure when she's going to be able to come over. There's visa, there was a visa issue for Makia Herbert-Harrigan. We think she's in the States now, and we're pretty sure that she's going to be able to play, uh, if not in the first game, in the second game, because you need six days of testing. So all that's to say we're still dealing with COVID and it's still a very real concern. Um, so wear your mask, get, get your shot if you can. Um, and that's going to be affecting the beginning of the season. Um, Amy, how do you, I mean, so part, part of me obviously is very excited because the season's here. And the other part of me is, is just a little bit, it, it deflated almost because we're going to get to the first game of the season and it's not going to feel like everyone's there. We're missing a lot of people. Um, that should be a part of this. So I, I don't, I have a, I feel conflicted, right? Because I want to, I want to be excited. But Elena Deldon's probably not playing. Mike Hines Allen's not playing. It, we have all these players who are are out, not permanently for the season. We'll talk about some players who are out for the season. But I'm just kind of conflicted about the players who are just not here right now. Yeah. Well, this is why they're the new CBA, right? Is to potentially and eventually nip this in the butt where they want you back for training camps. But Gabe, and to your point, we're talking about obviously the players not being here. There's a handful of players that are here, but just got back. So like they basically missed training camp and it's, you know, most, they're all for the most part, I guess you could say veterans who kind of understand everything, but still like, um, John Quell Jones for Connecticut, I believe she got, in like last week. So she missed most of their training camp. So she's now I'm so excited to see what they can do with mm-hmm. what she can do with Dewana Bonner, uh, but they need time on the court. So that's just a small example. There are a handful of these veterans that big time players that just haven't had. So yes, while the ball is officially going up yeah. tomorrow and you're saying there's players not there, there's also a handful of players that just got back. And so, it, you know, Kayla McBride, you mentioned, she just got back. She is now in, in uh, protocol, like isolation. So I, I, I don't know if 
I would like bet like the first couple weeks, how much weight you put into everything, right? Like, listen, I don't, obviously we can't watch preseason and they don't post box scores, but you know, like the big headlines. And sometimes you see like huge, um, you know, you'll see stat lines through team accounts, but like, I don't put a a lot of weight into preseason this season. I think I'm even like the first couple weeks, just there's going to be some teams that are going to start off slower and that's going to be totally okay. Yep. No, it's just going to be weird. The beginning of the season is going to be weird, and it's going to be one of those years like it kind of was last year. It's going to be a war of attrition. Who's going to be healthiest um, first off heading into that Olympic break? Because that Olympic break is going to change everything when the season stops, I believe, in what, it's late late July or whatever. Assuming the Olympics happened. Assuming the Olympics happens. There will be a break for these players, and that will be – a, a good refresher or it could take a loss to win the sales of teams that are doing well. So that's going to be the first thing. Then we're going to have the teams that come back and who's going to stay healthy in that stretch at the end of the season, heading into the playoffs. So it's just going to be a weird disjointed year. Um, and these are all the players that are temporarily suspended just now there will be more, more most likely, but Natasha Howard, Kia Stokes, um, Rebecca Allen, New York Liberty, all temporarily suspended. Jasmine Thomas is temporarily suspended because these players aren't coming. They, they, they're in this situation where they're in Europe and they're going to come over later. Uh, Maisha Allen, as I mentioned, Satu Sabali, who's going to be out for a good chunk of the beginning of the year because she not only is still in Europe, she has to play in a three-on-three tournament for Germany, so we're not going to see her for a little while. Julie Alamond, I'm not even sure if she is coming over officially. It seems like she is because she's temporarily suspended. Those are all the players that are going to miss the beginning of the season. Um, yeah, that's just going to be something you have to deal with. I don't have any good news on that front. Uh, moving on to more bad news. Uh, Angel McCautry of the Las Vegas Aces, a legend of this game, uh, unfortunately tore her meniscus um, in the opposite knee that she had torn her ACL two years ago. Um, she's going to be out for the year. It's a huge blow to the Aces, but uh, just it sucks for Angel because she had to fight so hard to get back. Um, I know you got to you got to be around the team that year when she was hurt, um, and you know she was she was really unhappy for a bunch of different reasons with not only the dream but with what was happening with her rehab and everything and how hard it was for her to get back at age thirty four. Um, it's kind of tough. It's really tough to have a year taken off, especially a year when you expected to compete for your, the title that she's been chasing. So, um, you know, we just want to wish Angel all the best, all the luck in her um, recovery. That's speedy. That's quick. That's that it's as easy as it possibly can be, but it's just a huge, another huge bummer. Yeah, uh, totally. Uh, like you said, I was, uh, when I was down in Atlanta she wasn't around as much because she was doing a lot of the rehab mm-hmm. on her own. Um, but when she did show up to practices, you knew she was there. She was very vocal. Um, and what I saw already with the Vegas aces post on their social, she was in practice. She's back in practice. And I think that's a positive sign, right? That means that she's engaged. Mm-hmm. She wants to come back. Um, she's not just saying, I'm just going to step away right now and kind of just do everything myself. And so I think that means, I think that's pretty impactful. Uh, and like for me, yeah, obviously the, the industry, the, the injury is devastating, but it's just more the story of Angel finally kind of getting this like 
new start, if you will, yeah. or just, and getting so close to the final, like to the championship, to, to the ring last year, they got to the final, then mm-hmm. lost in the championship. And remember she had a couple like beast games too. Right. If you remember. And so, um, uh, that kind of industry in, in I can't speak today because I'm so <laughs> excited. That kind of injury is is crappy no matter what point in the career yeah. in your career you're in. But obviously just for but I think, you know, I think she's one of the more elite competitors that you, that our game has. And I think, she, you know, she's in a great organization with the Aces. So we're I think if she gets back on the court next summer, it's going to be huge. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm betting on Angel McCautry. It's always a good bet to make. So yeah. I, we'll bet, we're going to bet on her. We're going to hope that she comes back full strength uh, as soon as possible. Um, unfortunately, it's just not going to be this this year. And her she had her most efficient season last year playing with the Aces. And I was really, really looking forward to seeing what she could do on this team. Um, obviously, for the Aces, there's going to have to be some changes. Maybe Jackie Young steps into that starting three spot. Maybe Derrica Hamby steps in. We don't know. And we won't know because we have no idea what this team's going to look like. Come come Saturday, uh, Saturday afternoon when they play the Seattle Storm. We're just going to have to figure it out when we get there. Um, so I think this is a year that maybe previewing uh, is going to be a little bit more difficult. That's just what we're going to do in our next segment. Actually, though, we do have to mention one last thing. One last thing. Uh, a little piece of interesting news rather than depressing. Uh, Gabby Williams gets traded from the Chicago Sky to the L.A. Sparks for Stephanie Watts. And uh, Leone Feibich, I don't know. She's German. I can't pronounce her name. I heard it on German TV earlier today, but I couldn't do it. So I'm sorry to her. But they both get traded for uh, Gabby Williams after Gabby Williams gets suspended for the entire season. So Gabby Williams is not playing this year because of her French national team commitments uh, and some other commitments that she had coming into the season. Kind of seems like there was some tension, though, between the team and Gabby, if you want, if you follow her on uh, social media, she was uh, very excited about getting traded, um, and that's because you know the team. James Wade said, like, well, she didn't commit to coming here on time, and we have other players here who are playing in the Olympics as well, and they committed to being here on time, and so there, there's definitely some tension. Um, seems like it was good for everyone to move on, but Gabby Williams is going to get an extension in LA and be there next year. Uh, but what do you what do you make of the whole trade uh, situation with Gabby Williams? Well, so when first when you intro this, you said not really depressing. I think it could be depressing if you're the Chicago fan base, maybe you know because, um, yeah, I think that obviously there was more. This was not just a business move, right? There was more to more to the story as to what was happening. Um, I think that LA may have benefited long-term because I think Gabby Williams is one of, one of, she's so exciting. And, and something that, you know, when I had the opportunity to speak a lot with these coaches, when I was covering the league, um, James Wade was telling me how, when she was overseas a couple of years ago, like he wants her to, to learn how to be a point guard and step into more of a, of a guard role right? Not mm-hmm. just playing like a big. And then you saw her three-point shooting really start to develop and you did see her handle increase. And I think, you know, she does that for another year or two. Like, I don't know. I think that she's going to be one of those players that's going to be pretty efficient from all over the court. And so I think, I think LA, um, they, they got, they locked out here. And that's why you already see the reports that they are already working on her contract extension. Yeah. This season would be the last season in her rookie scale. So I think they know that too. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think this might be a little bit 3D chess, but it kind of seems like this trade was in the works during the draft. Yeah. Um, but the team, so this the Sparks may didn't really have cap space for Gabby Williams, hypothetically. Um, and they kind of needed her to not play this year if she wasn't going to be there for the entire year. So it kind of feels like, and, and the day that Chicago suspended her was the first day that they could do it without her consent. So uh kind of seems like this was engineered in a way such that uh, Chicago takes a PR hit and Gabby gets to go to LA and they don't have to uh, keep that roster spot open for a player who's probably wasn't going to play too much in the WNBA until at least after the Olympics. So uh, it's a little, it's a little bit of um, what is it? Machiavellian maneuvers here yeah. from both James Wade and Derek Fisher, uh, the two coaches who are both the GMs there. And who do you think wins? Who, who said, won well, the trade? Yeah. Well, yeah. Depends on Gabby Williams' contract extension. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, but I don't, know, I don't know anything about Stephanie Watts. You know, I'm sorry. Like, I, I know I should, I should know a lot more about her. I just don't know how she's going to translate to the WNBA. I haven't seen her in practice. I haven't heard much about what she's doing. So if Stephanie Watts is a good player, she's number 10 pick, uh, and she helps the Chicago Sky, maybe not this year, but next year or something, then it might be a good trade for Chicago because they probably didn't have the space to pay Gabby next year anyways. Um but yeah, I mean, like talent-wise, yeah, I would rather have Gabby Williams than anything that Chicago got for sure. That's easy. <laughs> would you? Just curious. Would, you think? You think LA won too? I'm guessing. I think long term, like I yeah. do, I do, I do think. Obviously, this year, like. <laughs> but we'll we'll have to we'll have to see how that all works out. Yeah, um, yeah. Because Gabby also, I mean, I think I like Gabby. I liked her less than Chicago actually, because they already had Candace Parker, and Candace needs to. You don't. There wasn't a, a, a spot for Gabby's talent as much in Chicago now. Um, I think moving her to LA, where there is a, a talent gap for her, her for her skill set because Candace Parker left, uh, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. So I think it, it, it to me it's a little bit closer than I think it seems on paper. But um, yeah, it's not a trade I would like to make, especially when the players out there on Twitter kind of trashing our organization yeah. but time will tell time will tell if, if uh james way gets a, a pretty little ring on his finger from a championship this season i'm not sure he's gonna he's gonna care and speaking of that we're gonna do our season preview in the next segment uh when we come back right after this indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one two three post screen and interview all on indeed my dad is looking for uh some people to my dad's like retired um and then he has to work for my mom though, because my mom's making him work for him. So he's looking for someone to replace him at his title company in South Florida. And he says that the best job site that he has had the most luck finding quality candidates is indeed, and they hired someone. So we'll see if my dad actually gets to retire. I'm not sure though. My mom's a, a, a demanding uh, boss. Uh, I'll say that, but and indeed, it's easy. You get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resume on Indeed match your job description and only pay for the candidates that meet your must-have qualifications, scheduling complete video interviews on your Indeed dashboard. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. You can choose from more than 130 skills test. Jeez. What, then add your must-have requirements and only pay for the applications that meet 
them, according to Talentness, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. If you're looking for a job, you probably also need Indeed as the job site that I've had the most uh, success with overall in all of my job searches, legal, media, anything. So uh, get started right now with the free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked. Get that $75 credit at indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked October valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Locked On Women's Basketball Gaby Ibrahim and Amy Otterbert uh, bringing you our season preview. There's going to be a live stream tonight on the Locked On Women's Basketball Twitter account and YouTube, I believe, page uh, with Eric Ayala, who's usually in your Thursday slot here. She was very gracious to let us talk here because we had difficulties during the rest of the week. So Eric Ayala is going to be on 7 to 9 p.m. tonight. Highly recommend you watch it because that would be a great season preview heading into the WNBA season, which starts tomorrow with a four-game Slate, we have the Indiana Fever against New York Liberty on NBA TV, Connecticut Sun versus the Atlanta Dream. On Twitter, uh, my my friend Christy Winter-Scott is actually going to be doing that call on Twitter. Um, Phoenix Mercury, Minnesota Lynx, probably game of the night in my book on CBS Sports Network at 9 p.m., 10.30 p.m. on Facebook, Dallas Wings versus Los Angeles Sparks for that Friday slate. Which one, which one are you most excited for, Amy? Oof. Probably the last one. Wings Sparks? That'd be fun. Yeah. I, I, well, I don't know. You're killing me right now. <laughs> There's so <laughs> many good ones. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, though. But I'm going to tell you why. Because I think LA's, I know we're going to get into this in a bit. I think LA's kind of one of those teams that you're always kind of, you always just assume they're going to be in that top half. But I think Dallas is now one of those teams that is slowly starting to creep up. Yeah. Right. This is an early test for Dallas. And again, we were just saying these first couple of weeks are going to be a little bit all over the place. But uh, yeah, I'd like to see. I want to see Dallas. Like, and, you know, that huge headline. Right. They wave Megan Gustafson. I cannot talk again today. <laughs> um, but that was, you know what I mean? Like, I. Oh, we should mention actually. Yeah. Yeah. Roster, rosters are due at 5 p.m. So guess what? Yeah. Some of your. Favorite college players are getting cut. Yay. I hate. So one thing, and, and I do <laughs> want to be excited for the segment because we were depressing in the last segment. But it, one thing is like, can we not have this so close to the season? Can we like have this a week before the season? So it's not like, oh, hey, all of your favorite college players got cut and a bunch of these second round picks got cut. And then the season starts tomorrow. Like we're going to have to like in the future, can we like fix that? So we have a little bit of breathing room from like, also, it's like I don't know the rosters. I don't know who the hell is going to be playing. Yeah, it's until- kind of it's it's kind of genius though, Gabe, because then like people can't get, like fans can't get that upset. There's a game tomorrow, oh. so it's like a lot of pressure on those first couple games to retain those angry people. <laughs> I mean, I Iowa Twitter is upset. Uh, they are furious. I mean, and the thing is, like, I get it. I get it because Megan had one of the best college careers, if you can mm-hmm. say like historic wise. Right. And so it's, it's, a it's amazing to think why she can't seem to lock a spot in the W, but obviously she's been very like, she's been with Dallas a lot. Mm-hmm. And so back to our conversation a couple of weeks ago, I wish they could throw a team together of players that got cut. I really, really do. I think that they're, they're players that are 
maybe good enough. I think it would be so awesome until we can actually have an official expansion. I get it. I understand why it's not realistic, but how awesome would that be if they could take all these players I got cut and pick, you know, get a GM and a coach to literally assemble the 12 who have been in training camp. So it's not like they haven't been playing. Like you just obviously got to throw something together quick. Obviously it doesn't work the day before the season, but you get what I'm saying? Like give them a week, give them a week. And like, now you're going to have players who are obviously pretty well in shape in basketball season mode and oh also quite a chip on their shoulder right yep. <laughs> it'd be awesome i think it'd be great too i mean and you have it would keep a lot more talent in the league i mean we have second yeah. and third round picks from this year not like you know uh, unique thompson got cut and it's like yeah but but the other thing is here as we we're mentioning there's gonna be a lot of players that are suspended so the reason I'm like very much like I have no idea what's going to happen on the court because these players are going to get temporarily suspended. You can get a hardship waiver to bring in players on a temporary basis and then have them there for the beginning of the season. So some of these players that got waived are going to be back potentially with the same exact team that waived them not a week ago, and they're going to be playing on Friday. So like I I don't want to it's it it makes my head spin too much. And it kind of hurts my brain to think about like the machinations here. And I'm I, I'm the cap guy, right? Like this is my thing. And it's still like, I don't want to think about it. Like we'll, we'll get to Friday. Let's roll out the balls and let's play basketball. Cause I don't know. Megan Gustafson might be back on the Dallas wings like tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, cause they have, yeah. they have to do different machinations to make sure they're not on the cap. And it, it's, it's, it's just crazy. But um, let's see. I, I think Megan, Megan's someone we're going to see that's, that, that comes back because she has a great attitude and she can, um, I think yeah. she can help a team. I want to um, see her. I want to see her get that like consistent shot. Right. I would like yeah. to see it, but she got a good shot. I'm not, but it's, I don't think it was like, if she was on another team, it may have worked out differently just because Dallas has a different. Yeah. Thing well, that's on. what I mean. Like, I think other, you know, depends on philosophies and the way you want to play and, and you know, what, what kind of skill set you want to showcase in your offenses and your defense. That's um. So that's that's uh, where we're at with that. I, I don't. We'll figure it out come Friday. But for right now, um, to end off the segment, I do want to get uh, the team that you think will most surprise. So I was going to do the team that will most surprise and most disappoint. I th- let's just take out the disappoint. We don't need any more negativity. Yeah. We don't need any more <laughs> negativity. Team that's going to surprise the most, going to open the most people's eyes. Who you got? Uh, okay. So, well, I took that differently. I, I, the team I chose, um, not the team that I think is going to win everything, but the team that I think is not being talked about right now, but will, I think that's Connecticut. Every I agree here. The, I think, <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is this, like we just said, we got Dewana Bonner and John Paul Jones, right. Mm-hmm. That are going to be, I'm so excited for that. Um, Jazz, it's going to, I think Jasmine Thomas is the key here, like how good and consistent she can be. But I also absolutely love Heideman. I think she's so good. Natisha Heideman, who mm-hmm. she's just like embrace plays this role, but like brings energy. I love her. I think she's kind of like a dark horse, maybe more even in the locker room. I've seen her in practice. She was in practice with the dream for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was just blown away with her energy. Um, Dijonay Carrington, who apparently is like making waves, which I love her. I, I love her like presence, her swag. I, she's awesome. I don't know. I think that they have a lot of really fun pieces. And I think Kurt Miller is one of the 
greater coaches that we have. Mm-hmm. And um, so I don't think they're going to look good in the first couple of weeks. I think, I think they're, I think Connecticut in particular had three rookies and 10 players in training camp roster signed tra- Like that was their training camp because they had the most players that were still overseas. So I think right. it's going to take them a little bit, but I think they're the team that when you say most surprised, not picked to win, maybe not picked to finish even in that top five or six right now, but I think we'll see them up there. I think it's a safe bet. It's the same thing every year. I mean, the disrespect, yeah. the disrespect CT is just like, it's it's the same thing. And they do it every year and they're going to do it every year as long as Kurt Miller's there. Um, yeah. Eventually they'll break through. I mean, this year they all have Alyssa Thomas um, yeah. who's injured in the off season. So she's going to be out for the year. Jasmine Thomas can come over a little late, but yeah, I mean, sure. If you look any year, we could come in and you could tell me the Connecticut Center in the semifinals or in the finals. And I'll be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, okay, whatever. Like, like, yeah. That's that's something that just happens on a year-in, year-out basis. Um, the team that I think is going to surprise people, this is difficult. Uh, I think it's going to be the Atlanta Dream. Um, I, I think this is a little bit of a bet on people's expectations because uh, the Dream have been, how should I put this, uh, a complete mess for, I don't know, three months, four months, depending Depending on how you want to find mess, it's been a while. So the Dream obviously have a new coach, uh, a, a no team president, new ownership. They're in a new stadium. They have a bunch of new pieces coming together for the first time because T- uh, Tiffany Hayes was out last year. You have players that weren't around in the bubble and now are coming back. And do we have Court Williams, who is always going to be there, there's going to be something happening with Courtney Williams. I don't know. It's usually good. It could be bad, but there's going to be some fun happening with Courtney Williams. And then you have just like this really weird mashup of talent, but the talent's there. You know what I'm saying? Like Kenny Carter is oh, a great player. On paper, I think they're freaking phenomenal. And so is it, are they going to mesh it? Are they going to get it together and mesh it together? Like that's going to be the, that's going to be it. Right. Like, but you're right. I agree with you. I think they're really good. They, this is a team that has a problem that you can only play with one ball at a time um, yeah. because you have you have Carter, Williams, and Hayes who all excel with the ball in their hands um, yeah. on offense. Uh, but I don't know. I just think, you know, when you have They're mess, balanced, though. They got bigs that like to bang, but they're not over. Like, they got quick bigs, right? Like, um, I think I think Parker was one of the better yeah. acquisitions for them last year. So. Yes, Cheyenne Parker is gonna yeah. is gonna fit there. Well, I mean, it, look, it could be terrible. It could go way south. But I feel like when you have this mess, when so much is different, teams sometimes are just like, ah, screw it. Like we're we're just gonna play basketball and yeah, we'll figure it out. Play. Just go play. I agree with you. I, I'm excited to see what happens with the dream this season. Yeah, I, I I think it'll be interesting, and we'll see um we'll see how it goes for the dream and for the sun. Um, Amy going with the 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 smart the smart easy choice here. Well, and I, I get... believe that's I believe they play right. That's the matchup. I think that's who they have uh, opening again. I don't know what it, I think. Connecticut's like missing too many pieces to say it's a fair look, but and I think Atlanta obviously having a shift in their head coach like last week. Uh, I don't think the philosophies changed necessarily, but just a different voice, right? Different yeah. voice. But uh, these are two teams. I want to see this matchup in August, September. No, I do too. I want to see where these teams are at. Because, I mean, again, it could fall apart for the dream and they could be like, have two wins. Okay, let me ask you this. I know like we're running super late. Yeah, so um, are you going to ask who we think is going to win? Because I think we need to have this quick conversation before the ball goes up in the air. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about 
Who's going to win? Let's make our picks. Let's make our picks. All right. Because uh, we are running out of time. I totally. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's make our picks. So uh, do you want to pick MVP? You could say no. It's not a big deal. No. Oh, I'm just going to pick championship team. All right. Let's make, let's pick our. Yeah. Who's in the finals? Who wins the title? You know, I always say like Chicago, right? Like, yes. Last year I was terribly. Just, no, no, no. So I think Vegas is winning this year. I know mm-hmm. like obviously the loss of Angel Bacatri, but they are adding. So don't forget, they get Liz Cambage and Kelsey Plum back. They have added Chelsea Gray and Raquana Williams. The issue here is they have 11 on their roster. Angel's not playing. They're down to 10 players. And so that's, we talk about injury, but I think Vegas, if they stay healthy, they're taking the whole thing. And uh, I think I could see Asia uh, getting the MVP again. Back to I back MVPs. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it, right? Mm. Listen, if they get to the finals, it's because, she, you know, she's had an incredible season. And I think she's surrounded by, again, all these weapons that are going to help her and make her stand out even more or give her, you know, more of those one-on-one opportunities. You can't double off Chelsea Gray. You can't. You know, like you can't. Like, so anyways, that's, there you go. That's my team and my pick. I didn't say Chicago. It's tough, but yeah. because they actually got Candace Parker. Like, that's the weird part about it. I thought this was the much, year. Yeah. I thought this yeah. was the year for Amy Chicago pick, but. <laughs> I mean, hey, it, you know, okay. I won't be mad if I see it. <laughs> uh, so I, I was thinking about going Chicago. And I think, <gasps> I'm, I'm thinking about Chicago, Phoenix, Vegas, and Minnesota. I'm obviously not saying Vegas now because you said Vegas. So I'm not. What about Seattle? Like I, they're up there. Like, I, I don't, don't see, I, I don't see. I, so I, I want to say Brand Stewart's going to win MVP because she's yeah. going to, she's going to have a lot more uh, to do on this team. I think than yeah. she has had in the past. So it'll be a really good um, stress test for just how, how much she can do for your offense and your defense. Interested in seeing that. I think Seattle is going to be really good. Uh, probably a little bit better than I'm expecting now, but I'm not considering that for my preseason favorite. So I got Chicago, Phoenix, Minnesota, and Las Vegas. And you know what? I'm feeling squirrely. I'm feeling just a little bit squirrely. And I'm going to go with the Phoenix Mercury. Oh, you know what? I know you. Okay, go, go. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I was thinking that. So Phoenix, we saw them last year, but it was super up and down because, you know, they, they had all these new pieces and you put them together and, and then Bria Hartley gets hurt. Uh, Brittany Griner has to leave the bubble, um, you know, and it just kind of turned into something that it, it, it felt different. And then Diane Ross just caught fire. It was like, I'm, I'm putting this team on my back and we we're getting to the freaking second round come hell or high water. And that's exactly what they did. And now this year, so I'm assuming they're going to stay healthy. Obviously health is a big part of this, but just like DT Griner, Skylar Diggins, Smith, Bria Hartley, we already know what she can do. I think Kia nurse can have a huge back bounce back season. The last time we saw Kia nurse fully healthy, she was making the all-star team. I like Megan Walker. I think Alana Smith, Brianna, Brianna Turner, like that was my defensive yeah. player of the year pick of last year. Or one of my, I think she was in my top three. This team has all the talent. It's a yeah. matter of being healthy and being mentally healthy because that, that killed them last year with, with Griner having to leave. Um, so if they can take care of that, I think being at home is helpful. And they have DT. And I want to see DT get one more. And, and maybe yeah. that means like, it could mean the end, right? It could mean like I'm going out on top if they win the title. But and a gold, right? What if they go get a gold too? Like, come on, you can't I, ask for more. I just think this is, it just feels like it's going to be a weird year, weird disjointed year. Yeah. You know, going with a weird disjointed year. Give me the, give me Diana Taurasi and Brittany Griner. Like that. I, I wouldn't be mad. I would tell you this, Brittany Griner, my other MVP candidate, because I'm going to yeah. tell you something. 
she has now basically because we really didn't exactly know what was going on when she left the bubble yeah. last year and like didn't hear much all year but she is like basically now been very honest and said i needed a break mm-hmm. it was my first time since college where she hasn't had a break which is include mm-hmm. like world championships olympics and rio you know what i mean and and i was like i was reading a lot of the like media day um write-ups on her and stuff and i was just like I don't know her, but I was like so proud of her because she did something for herself where it was like the most important thing. And she even like delayed her, her season in Russia. Yeah. Um, like, which is like big, big money. Right. Mm -hmm. That was like taking herself, her mind and her body very seriously. And so I think she could also have like a ridiculous, like, I think we're going to, we're going to see a Brittany Griner that maybe we've never seen before because she's finally rested and not only her body, but her shoulders up, right. She's ready to play. And I'm, I'm pumped for that. Yeah. We, I've heard this so much like Brittany, Brittany Griner is like a sexy MVP pick pretty much every year because she's one of the best players we've ever had in this league. Um, I just don't think she's going to have like the same usage that you would need like to get to that point. Like she has a lot of people that have to share the ball with her and it's going to be, um, I think it honestly, if she took a little bit, I wouldn't be mad if she actually like got to stay like to rest a little bit more. That's what I would do. Yeah. If I was Phoenix, I would say, Hey, you're going to rest because we need you at the end. We don't like re- season. Like we're going to make the playoffs. Like we need you at the end. Um, so, but yeah, I am. <laughs> I, I root for Brittany Griner too. I feel like a lot of people like, because she's tall and she kind of, she's gotten into scuffles in the past. Like I root for her. She is such a sweet person. She is the most honest, direct interview I've ever been a part of in a press conference. Like I really, really enjoy her and I hope she does well, but I do also, um, I wonder if she's going to have the sort of MVP production. And I don't think that matters to my championship pick to be, Clear. No, but and I'm going to say I think she doesn't. I tell you why because Diatrazi knows, like they know what they need from Brittany Griner to win a championship. Like I get what you're saying, like yeah. turn her up at the end, but she's got to be feeling good all season, right? Like it's it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Even and, and she's the most rested like we've ever seen, literally, because yeah. we started watching her like what maybe in college, you oh, know, yeah. like at which. So this is it. This is I'm so I'm so pumped to see her, and I I think that they're going to take her there. But we'll see. So we'll see what happens when I'm like deep in the season. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm on record picking the Phoenix Mercury. Um, <laughs> but we'll see because uh, honestly, it's DT. It's DT and Skylar Diggins Smith, too, who quietly had a great year last year. So that's my pick Phoenix Mercury championship. Oh, we forgot to pick who's in the finals against them. Uh, I'll go with, uh, let's just uh, randomly, one one word pick here. Who's in the finals against these teams? I'm going to say it's the Mercury versus the Lynx. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm going to say it's um, the Aces versus the um, Mercury because I want the Cam Beige VG matchup. Mm. Let's not, mm. That's what I want. So <laughs> That's tasty. That's tasty. Yeah. You know who else wants that? The WNBA. And the yeah. rest of you guys. The rest of you guys. Uh, we hope you guys have a lovely time getting ready for the season and on Friday night. Um, make sure you have your screens ready because it's going to be a little bit confusing to get all your screens ready for this week. Um, and uh, make sure you tune into Eric Ayala tonight at 7 uh, p.m. for her live stream. Oh, and tune into my live stream tomorrow night, Her Hoop Stats, on Twitter. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Gabe underscore Ibrahim. You can follow Amy on Twitter at Amy Audibert. Um, And we will uh, talk to you guys when we talk to you once after the season starts. Hope you guys have fun over the weekend and keep it locked on Locked On Women's Basketball.